This is the Other Side Sports Show. I'm Joe, and I got my man Anthony on. Anthony, happy NFL Sunday to you, my man. Man, you too. I told uh, friends yesterday I felt like a kid on Christmas morning last night, just kind of waiting around for all these games to hit up. Um, It's morning time. We're like five hours away here from week one kickoffs, and I am really excited, man. How about you? Man, I'm crazy excited, and guess what, bro? I'm doing fantasy for the first time in my life. Oh, man, I did not know that. That is, that's some good stuff. You know, I'm all in on fantasy, although uh, my Thursday night did not start well. I play in two leagues. Uh, one week league, I had Cam Akers, who got, like, no carries, literally got me no points. And then another league, I got Allen Robinson. I got, like, two points out of him. So it was not a good start Thursday night. Yeah, man. So get this right here. I, uh, you know, just like I said, we did a draft. Uh, it was uh, last Thursday, just before. Actually, no, last Wednesday, just before the game. And so it's my first time, man. And I'll be honest with you, man. I kind of built the team like you're really building a team. And I right. got. I had this guy named Noah. Was like, man. He said, I understand what you're trying to do, but fantasy is not like that. So we'll play. We'll 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 see how it plays out. But at the end of the day, man, it's got me. It, it's got me a different level of excitement because now I really, really have to pay attention. Because you know me, I'm tunnel Dallas Cowboys. So I have to pay attention, and hopefully, the guys that I pick, hopefully, they produce, man. Absolutely. That's what I like about fantasy, man. It makes every game gives you an investment a little bit on every game. So yeah, I'm I'm happy that you get to share that experience for this year. And, you know, we'll we'll definitely talk through that. Um, All right. So today I think we're going to roll with kind of an NFL preview uh, show here. Uh, Well, like we've kind of done in the past where we're going to go through each division, talk about every team a little bit. So, you know, every listener out there's favorite team will at least get mentioned. I think we'll mention every team just just a little bit, but we'll go through our winners and, and, uh, you know, division winners, who we think is going to go to the Super bowl who's going to win the mvp and all that stuff so we got a lot of nfl football to talk man so we might as well start in the nfc east since that's what me and you um kind of live and die for so let me ask you this question even though i'm pretty sure i know the answer who's going to win the nfc east joe so the winner of the nfc east will be our dallas cowboys Outstanding. I second that as well. Um, I think the the Cowboys are going to win the East too. So I'll kind of let you roll here with the East. Uh, Why do you think the Cowboys are going to win? And then just a quick little note on every team, and then I'll kind of piggyback off you. Yeah, so so obviously my reason for the Cowboys, you know, it's not just because, you know, it's the team I've been cheering for, golly, man, since I'm about seven, six years old, where I could really understand it. But – you know, I understand we got some off- offensive line issues. I believe in just what I've seen from Dak. I think he now has the ability to kind of overcome that, you know, because remember when Dak first got in the league, he had the perfect offensive line. He just had everything built around him. And I really feel himself, you know, obviously listen to all the Dallas insiders on how he's been performing in camps and things of that nature and just physically how he looks. Um, I think he's ready to assume that challenge of not having the best offensive line and being able to just, just you know, bear down and, and get that team where it needs to be. Now, when I say they're going to win the NFC East, 
I'm saying that maybe maybe you know, ten and seven, possibly eleven and six, but I still think some way somehow they will pull it out. You know, um, we did lose Amari, uh, but I feel CD and Michael Gallup, and then with uh, Noah Brown looking looking really solid. And then, obviously, we got some newcomers. Our sleeper receiver, I think, is Dennis Houston. I just like the way the kid plays, even though our second-round pick, Galen Tolbert, has struggled. Um, but I just overall like the uh, the direction we're headed in. And I also like our new offensive lineman, our left tackle, uh, Tyler Smith. So, all in all, and we did pick up the veteran, uh, Jason Peters, who, you know, long-time left tackle for the Eagles. I'm pretty happy with that, man. So, our defense is, you know, we, we've talked about our defense. Our defense is going to be one of the best defenses. And a lot of that has to do with Michael Parsons, obviously Trayvon Diggs. But Michael Parsons is, is at another level. And he's going to take that defense to just another level um, greater than it was last year. So that's my reasoning for the Cowboys. I think the Eagles will be, it'll be neck and neck between the Cowboys and the Eagles. I expect them to split. And when I say split, I think the Eagles may get them in Dallas, and I think Dallas may get them in Philly. I just like what the Eagles did, you know, overall in terms of just surrounding Jalen Hurts with more weapons, um, shoring up their offensive line, which is which has always been been really good. You know, you still got Kelsey as the line. Um, their defense, uh, the 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 big uh, defensive tackle out of uh, Georgia. And they got the Dean guy, the linebacker from Georgia. So I expect them to be improved defensively. Um, the Giants, uh, they got uh, Brian Dable. I, I, I believe in what Brian Dable has done as an offensive coordinator. Hopefully it kind of correlates to, uh, to, to, you know, to head coach. Um, I, I, I think if Saquon can stay healthy, um, obviously they got Tony as a receiver. Um, I know they lost Thibodeau for a little bit. Basically, he got hurt in that uh, preseason game. But I think the Giants will be much improved. And the Commanders, uh, the Commanders, I feel bad for uh, uh, the the receiver. uh, McLaurin. Yeah, I feel bad for him because he has carts and wince, and that's W-I-N-C-E, as Skip (laughs) Billups likes to say. But I think overall, I think, uh, Sam Howell, the kid out of North Carolina, I think I would say by midway through the season, I'm I'm looking for that kid to take the job from Wentz. But uh, that's what I see with the uh, NFCs, man. You, you tell me what you got. Yeah, man. So mine's real similar to you. Um, I think the Cowboys obviously are going to win the NFCs. I just think the defense is is just too good. I think they're going to win a lot of games that are sloppy. I think us Cowboy fans are actually going to be sitting here hoping when our defense gets the hits the field, we're going to be excited. When our offense is on the field, we're going to be kind of like sitting back, kind of rolling our eyes a little bit. Um, with that being said. I do think Dak is going to have a good year this year, but I think it's going to be a different kind of good year. He's not, I don't think he's going to put up these flashy 300-yard passing games that are consistent, uh, but I think what Dak is going to do is he's going to – and I hate to use this term because when you use this term, you think negatively, but I think Dak is going to manage the game well this year. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to do enough to win. I expect a lot of two to 250-yard passing games, not a lot of turnovers in him to use his legs and athleticism. But, you know, when you have the defense that you have, I think – 
I think Dak and is smart enough and also Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. I think they're smart enough to know the strength of this team is on the defense. So you just don't put your defense in really bad situations by turning the ball over. And I think that you're just going to see a different style of Cowboys football this year. Obviously they're going to want to run the ball. Um, I think they'll have some success running, but ultimately I think, a lot of their success is going to be the short, quick passing game and, you know, getting that defense and letting that defense do their thing and tiring out the opposition. So, yeah, man, that's kind of what I see with, with, with us. Um, so I do have Dallas winning the vision. I right on what you said, man, something like 10 and seven, 11 and six. I, I, I really believe that'll, that'll win the NFC East. Um, Philly is definitely the second best team in the division. They've gotten much improved. It's kind of a make or break year uh, for Jalen Hurts. I feel like what Philly did, they, they were in salary cap hell a couple years ago, won the Super Bowl, and then they blew it up. And now just in a couple years, they're back. And, and they've gotten back by not having, you know, a big quarterback contract because they got Hurts with, with you know, he's still playing under his rookie deal. But they've surrounded him with tons of talent. I mean, you know, A.J. Brown and – you know, he just has Devontae Smith. He just has talent all around him. They've improved greatly on defense. I like that Gardner uh, pick, C.J. Gardner as well, um, the, the pickup they got there a couple weeks ago. So I think Philly is going to be greatly improved, but ultimately I think Dak is just better than Jalen Hurts. And that's why I think I think Dallas is going to go like maybe 11-6, and 10-7. and seven. I think Philly will be like a game under them. I do have Philly as one of my wild card teams. When we get to the end here, we'll – talk wild card uh, but Philly is a wild card team the Giants man I, I was reading today that there's a you know Daniel Jones barely beat out Tyrod Taylor in camp I guess Tyrod had like an injury or something I mean it's just pathetic I think the Daniel Jones experience will be over at the end of this season so I don't expect a whole lot from the Giants I think they're a scrappy team they'll fight and I think they'll win five games but they're just not going to win games with Daniel Jones a quarterback in my opinion um, and then last the commanders um this team is a dumpster fire as well, <laughs> my local team here. Um, big thing with the Commanders, obviously the Wentz thing is just – it is what it is there. I mean, you look at it and you're kind of like, really? Uh, the starting running back, Brian Robinson, uh, he literally had the job won over Gibson, and then some issue happened. He ended up getting shot like three times. So he's going to be out until like middle of the season. He's on the pup to start. Chase Young's on the pup to start, so he's not starting for at least the first four games of the year. And this commander's defense is not good. Let me tell you, they have really not upgraded anywhere on defense. The linebacker core is atrocious. Um, they have a pretty good defensive line like they always have with Deron Payne, John Allen. You know, you've got these, these, these guys that are good pass rushers, but once you get to the back end, and especially that second level at the linebacker core, they're just not up to snuff so yeah i think the giants and the commanders are definitely going to be the bottom feeders but it's going to be dallas and philly all year um and i got the cowboys edging it out hey i'm going to throw something out there too this is this is sneaky watch that detroit lions philadelphia eagles game today fans watch that game it's going to be closer than what the experts think agree and uh just i don't want to spoil some of my crazy uh Something I do have one kind of not too crazy of a pick, but I did want to go off left field on one. I don't want to spoil one, but watch that Jacksonville uh, Commanders game today because I'm telling you right now, uh, the Commanders are not very good, and Jacksonville's going to be much improved from last year.
Yeah, 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 that's that's accurate. All right, man, where do you want to go next? Um, let's go over to your home uh, division since you're close to Atlanta. Uh, let's go to the <laughs> NFC South. Um, so you've got your Atlanta Falcons, uh, your home Atlanta Falcons win in the NFC South, correct? Uh, that would be a negative, okay? That would be <laughs> That would be a big time negative. Actually, I got a surprise. I got the New Orleans Saints winning that division, man. Um, okay. And call me crazy. I just don't think some. I, I just don't feel that uh, everything is all good with Tom Brady, man. I could be wrong. He's the goat. I understand. Um, I just think there's a lot that's gone on with that Buccaneers organization. Um, they they definitely have some injury issues, like we do. I know. You know, they have some offensive line issues. I think they're missing a couple of receivers. I just I just don't – I'm just so used to Tom being kind of in control of everything. And maybe I'm overreacting, but I, I just feel like, yeah, even though the Saints, you know, Jameis, I'm just looking for Jameis and the Saints. I think you get Michael Thomas back. I think Alvin Kamara would be uh, much healthy. Remember, the Saints said – I think they're 4-0 against the Bucks, and that's including with Brady being there. And that Saints defense, um, you know, I, I still think that even though they lost the Chauncey Gardner, I still think that Saints defense is, is, is going to be just at an elite level as it was last year. Um, so I'm looking for the Saints to win that division. Um, you know, Dennis Allen obviously is the head coach, you know, he had struggled in Denver, but I feel like being under Sean Payton and just kind of learning, you know, how to be a head coach, I think that's going to help him. And then obviously, you know, he still has that defensive philosophy because he led it last year. Um, just like I said, I think Tampa Bay was in a second. I just think, just like I said, Anthony, I can't put my finger over it from an X's and O's standpoint, but I just feel like something's off. I do have respect for Todd Bowles. You know, but I just look at Todd Bowles as a great number two and not a number one. And I guess I'm, you know, maybe unfairly judging him because he was with that Jets organization. But for whatever reason, when I see Todd Bowles, I just see a number two guy, man. But uh, I got the Bucks finishing uh, second. I got the uh, – I actually got the Falcons finishing ahead of the Panthers, man. I just think – um, you know, Arthur Smith is going to continue to build. You know, obviously you've got the uh, the tight end here. Um, I feel like that kid from Cincinnati, the quarterback from Cincinnati, I think he will eventually beat Marcus Mariota out. Uh, and it may be by injury because, you know, Mariota is just off injured. But I like that kid that they have from Cincinnati. I forgot the kid's name. Desmond Riddler. Desmond Riddler, yeah. I mean, you know me, me and you, we're eye test people. And just what I saw in the preseason just seemed like the whole team kind of had a pep in its step when he was back there, you know, taking the snaps and things of that nature. I just felt like he had a uh, an infectious type of leadership that just went throughout the team. So I expect that move to be made, I would say, maybe by game five. You know what I'm saying? I really think that that's the future and you might as well go with that kid. Um Hey, and not to the, not, hey, not to cut you not to cut you off, but I got something a question for you then, real quick. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. something that I noticed that that's that's I haven't seen in a long time. There's no rookie quarterbacks suiting up today to start Week One. I, I'm not sure the last time that's happened, but no rookies are starting. But you predicted now in two divisions that you think Sam Howell and Desmond Riddler are gonna gonna start by you know middle of the season. Is why is that? And do you think we're going to have a ton of rookies by the middle of the year? What just what's your thoughts on that? It's just weird. 
to me. Yeah, no. So I just think, obviously, from you know, let's let's go here. Just like I said, kind of you know what I hear and kind of some of the Atlanta sports shows that I've hear that I've listened to. The kid is just had he has a a a a a leadership about him that Mariota just doesn't have, bro. And the team responds to him. So I really feel that they're going to be bottom feeders. And why waste your time with Mariota? Yeah, he's he's a solid backup. But I just think, you know, you're Arthur Smith. You hit your you hit your wagon to this kid, man, and you just kind of let it go. Cause he's shown that he's mature and he's ready to roll, man. So and then and then the same thing with the commanders. What do they have to lose, man? You're gonna hit your wagon to Wentz? They're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. based based on just based on, you know, you know, Warren Shopper's a guy that I follow for the NFL. He basically said the commander should be starting Sam Howell today, you know? So yeah. I just I just feel like, you know, why hit yourself to these veterans that you know you're not going to go anywhere? You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. That's why I thought it was weird because in, in – so, I, I don't know. I think there should be at least three rookies starting today. I think Sam Howe, Desmond Riddler, and Kenny Pickett should all be starting today. Absolutely. That was the third one. But, Absolutely. But I think middle of the season you'll have at least – four or five, I, I think by the end of the year, all those guys will have their first NFL start and, and then some. It's just, yeah, I'm not sure, man. I'm kind of, I've kind of changed my notion on that. I kind of think now if you got a rookie quarterback with some talent, throw him into the fire and let him get some experience. Um, Justin Fields is a good example of that. He got thrown in last year in a horrible situation. He had some moments where I thought he played well. And I think he'll improve a lot from that experience this year. So, yeah, man, I just – Thought it was odd that, you know, we're going into week one with zero uh, quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks starting. It's just that's an odd stat. And you know what? But that kind of it kind of really justifies how they were drafted, too. You know what I'm saying? There was there was just not that big quarterback that was coming out. You know what I'm saying? So definitely I, not. I, yes, I, I, I like. So it's kind of playing out as it should. And one thing on the Panthers. I really, I really think that next year Matt Rule will be coaching the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I just think Matt Rule's a college coach, man. You gave it a try in the NFL. I just don't. I, 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 just, I don't understand the vision there in Carolina. Yeah, I know you got Baker Mayfield and they play the Browns. You may get a win today, but I just think that whole Matt Rule deal is uh, is about over, and I expect him to be the Nebraska coach next year. Yeah, yeah. So I'll start from the bottom up. Uh, one, I'll start with the two bottom teams here before we go to the top. Uh, agree with you on, on the Panthers. So I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I know Skip has all his eggs in the Baker Mayfield basket. Um, yeah, that's that, OU, that's that OU connection right there. Yeah, that's that's not who you want. Um, they have not found their quarterback yet in Carolina. McCaffrey's often injured. I think they got to move on from there. Really, yep. I think Carolina's in a horrible spot. I think they almost need to blow the whole franchise up. You know, they tried the Sam Darnold thing last year. Let me bring in a, a, a guy with talent that didn't work out and see if we hit, you know, uh, see if we hit some fire and it didn't happen. And then they do the same thing with Baker this year. What do you think's going to happen? Um, and I agree. I remember we did this pod well, a couple years ago, and I was talking about the Bears coach at the time. I think it was Matt Nagy, and I said, I don't believe in Matt Nagy, but I do believe in Matt Rule. I'm out on Matt Rule too, man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm done with Matt Rule. He's, uh, he's a college coach. I agree with yep. you. So, yeah, I think Carolina's going to struggle. Falcons, you hit the nail on the head. 
I just don't know what the hell the Falcons are doing. I mean, Marcus Mariota, I, I like Marcus, and I think there's a need for him in the NFL because I like him in those – man, those red zone packages. He is hard to bring down when he gets the ball inside the 10, kind of like a cam-style quarterback. But as an every-down starter, Mariota's not that guy. So I'm not sure what the Falcons are doing there. Um, so those are going to be, obviously, the two teams that I look at as being the bottom of the South. I do have Tampa winning the division, but I do think it's going to be super close between them and the Saints. Um, the big thing with the with the the Bucks, and I don't nobody's really talked about this except for Brady. So Brady was talking a couple weeks ago just how upset he was that that guard he's got Ali Marpet left, and Brady was just raving about how much of a pro Ali Marpet is. He retired after they won the Super Bowl last year. I think that offensive line is going to be a lot worse this year than they were last year, and that's the key to getting to Brady now. I mean, he's older. He's in his, you know, mid-late 40s. He can't move in the pocket that much. If you can generate pass rush with four guys, then I think Brady's in trouble, and I think that's going to be their kryptonite this year. Ultimately, I still think they have enough talent with Godwin and with Julio Jones coming in there now, only really having to play 20 to 25 snaps a game. Wait a and minute. Of course, you said, wait a minute. You said only Olio Jones? Like an old <laughs> Julio Jones? <laughs> yeah. He, he's not A.B. He's a big downgrade from A.B. as number three, but I still think he'll be okay. They still have Cameron Brait, so even though you got no Gronk, I do think Cameron Brait's a solid, serviceable tight end. So I still have them winning the division. But I do agree with you. I think they're going to – I think their defense is going to be really good, honestly. And I think their offense is just going to be just good enough to to, to win it. Um, but I think the Saints are going to be really solid. I like Jameis a lot. Um, I, you know, I'll actually talk about him here later in the pod when we start going through some stuff. I like Jameis. I like Kamara. I like – Thomas, I think they're going to be good. Um, so I think it's going to be neck and neck, but ultimately I'm giving the Bucks the the nedge just solely off of Brady and Brady's experience. But I do like the Saints. I think they're going to be really good this year. And, you know, we'll see both of them teams, I think, playing in January. Oh, yeah. And we got a huge contingent of my fellow uh, coworkers. Um, that are going to this game today, uh, the, the Saints and the Falcons. We got a lot of Saints fans. We got a lot of Falcons fans here in the ATL. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. All right. I'm going to roll us right here then into the NFC West. So the NFC West, both of the Wests in both conferences are absolutely loaded. Uh, but the AFC West is just ridiculous how loaded they are but nfc west so we saw what the rams kind of had done to them on thursday night to be honest i don't take a lot of stock in that just because it's week one highly emotional i got more out of that that the bills are for real than the rams are pretenders to be honest i still think the rams are going to be really good um i just think that you know they had an absolute blunder on thursday night which does happen are they going to have some super bowl hangover stuff yeah, a little bit, but I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs or anything by that mean. Um, with that said, I am picking the 49ers to win the division. I just think the 49ers, the 49ers, I think, actually have the best team in the NFL other than the quarterback position. But I think Trey Lance is going to be good enough. And if Trey Lance gets injured, you got Jimmy G back there. Um, I think they're going to play quarterback good enough 
that they are going to win the NFC West. Um, I think they're going to, the 49ers going to be there. They have an absolute, you know, monster defense that we saw last year. They run that short, quick pass game, quick uh, pass attack with Brandon Ayuk and Kittle and Debo and, you know, all these guys. I just really like San Francisco going into this year. I thought they kind of overachieved in the playoffs last year. And generally when teams do that, they come back the next year and they, you know, take themselves to the promised land. So I I like the 49ers winning that division. I think the Rams will be right under them. It'll be again, a neck and neck race. Got some really good division battles this year. I think it's going to be a fun season. Arizona. I don't know what else to say about Arizona other than um, I don't believe in Kyler to take the team where it needs to go. And I hate to say that because I know Kyler's got a lot of fans and, you know, and, and does this thing and they have a lot of talent on that team as well. Just something about Arizona. I can't put them over the Rams and the Niners. It's almost for me, it's got to be like a okay, show me you can do it. Before I believe it, you got to show me, and I just don't think they can do it. So, you know, Kyler, Cardinals, you boys, prove me wrong. I just don't see it right now. I think they're a good, solid, you know, 9-8 and team, but I just don't see them as a playoff team right now. And then the Seahawks are going to be atrocious this year. They're probably going to be the worst team in the league. Um, Pete Carroll, I don't know what the heck he's doing. He's just trying to completely – rebuild the whole team and rebuilding it is what they're doing because they're going in with Geno Smith as a starting quarterback this year. So I think Seattle's got the number one overall pick for next year's draft right in their crosshairs. (laughs) It looks like what they're doing. So that's kind of my preview there. The West man, who who do you got winning it? So, yeah, 49ers. Um, Just like you said, I think overall they have the best team. They're very deep. Obviously Debo stays healthy and, uh, Nick Bosa stays healthy with that linebacker Fred Warner. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll they'll definitely do it. I'm not concerned about the quarterback. Kyle Shanahan will scheme it up. And when I say not concerned, I mean I don't think Trey Lance is the answer. Personally, I like Jimmy G over him, but up to where um, you know Trey won't hurt himself. And, and if Trey just don't get it, then he'll go to Jimmy. So I like that situation. Yeah, the Rams are going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be as fortunate as they was last year. I, I do I do put stock in. Stafford just didn't look right. You know, he, he looked a little off or whatever. Um, uh, the Cardinals, I, 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 I will never like the Cardinals because I don't like that little sawed-off quarterback that they have ever since he came in Dallas and talked all that trash. I just I – just, I got no use for him, man. I just don't um, – and, and the Seattle, I, I agree with you with Seattle, but Seattle plays at Super Bowl tomorrow night. And I think that game against the Broncos is going to be really, really close. I still expect the Broncos to win, but just all the reports coming out of Seattle, Russell Wilson just kind of really wore out the organization with some of the, the things, you know, some of the, the passive-aggressive things and how he kind of operated and stuff behind the scenes. So, um, and, and, you know, Kevin Lockett didn't really go to the battle for him, you know what I'm saying, to bat for him. And I found that to be a little surprising, you know. But I, I, I know Pete Carroll will put every effort into possibly upsetting the Broncos and, and then, you know, reside that he's going to have the number one pick. So I got the 49ers winning division, but I do have the Rams making the playoffs, but they will not be as, as fortunate as they were last year. Definitely. All right. And then NFC North, 
Uh, I'll give mine quick one because I don't have a whole lot of stock in the NFC North this year. I think, I don't know. I'm just, this is kind of how it rolls for me. I actually think the Vikings have the best roster in the NFC North because, um, you know, man, the Packers just got worse. I mean, they lost, they lost Devontae Adams. They'd hardly have any, you know, he was kind of their only weapon already. And now he's gone. They really don't even have a number one or a number two in Green Bay. Meanwhile, in Minnesota, Kirk's got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and, you know, Dalvin Cook. He's got weapons galore. Um, The defense is going to be improved in Minnesota. With that said, um, I'm still taking the Packers to win the division. (laughs) I think Aaron Rodgers is just – he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins uh, just every time. I just – there's nothing else I can really say about it. Um, For whatever reason, the Vikings are kind of like this every year. I look at them on paper and I'm like, man, that's a pretty good roster. They got a lot of talent on that roster. And then every year I look up and they're like five and five middle of the season. So I don't see any reason to think differently this year. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers will just make it work. I think kind of like what I'm what I was saying with Dak in Dallas. Aaron, they're in, in, in Green Bay. They're going to run the ball with Aaron Jones a lot. They can do a lot of short, quick passing games, and they have a pretty good defense to where I think they're going to kind of adjust their gameplay to that. You're not going to see the overall just, you know, amazing numbers. And, and I really think somehow midway through the year that they're going to pull a trade off and get Aaron a number one at some point. I really believe that. I think before the trade deadline, I'm not sure who, but I think somebody's going to end up going – coming his way to kind of help out um, the team. And then, so the Vikings, I think they're solid on paper, but I just don't have them, you know, think they're going to be an average team. I just don't think you can win with Cousins long-term. Detroit is going to be much improved. I kind of like Detroit's roster going into this year. I think they're going to be scrappy. I think they're a year away from being pretty good. I think next year when we do this preview, the Lions will be teetering as a playoff team, but this year I've got them winning somewhere along like six to seven games, so it'll be a nice uh, bounce back year for them. Chicago is terrible. They have like no weapons for Fields. Fields could not be in a worse situation than he's in. Cowherd was talking about it last week. He said, you know, you got a guy like Lance who has all these great talent around him, and then you got a guy like Fields who has nothing around him. So he was kind of warning, look, you got to give some time for Fields to adjust because what he the degree of difficulty that he has with the help around him is going to be hard. So I don't look for Chicago to be very good this year, but I still think you'll see some flashes from Justin Fields, and I still believe in him long term. But they're not going to be very good this year. Only like a three win team. Yeah, man. And Anthony, I like that, which means that I like everything you said. I'm out on Kirk. <laughs> or Kirk or whatever his name is. I can't stand Kirk because you know that too. So yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, you know, Minnesota does have the weapons. They got Jefferson, they got Thielen, they got uh Cook, they got everything that they always have. The only thing they don't have that may help them this year is they may have a coach that's finally on the same page with Kirk Cousins and uh yeah, you know, we'll see. But I, at the end of the day, I still have a Raj, uh, the, the Packers. You got that two-headed monster actually with Aaron uh, Jones and AJ Dillon, and I think that the Packers defense is still stout. And um, I expect the Packers to win the division. Uh, I expect the Vikings to be second with all the weapons that they have. 
Um, I agree with you with the Lions, um, and I'm not influenced by hard knocks, but I just kind of like Dan Campbell. You know, he's, he's tried and true to his principles. His team is tough as nails, and they're going to fight, man. They're going to fight until the, uh, until the end of the fourth quarter. So I do expect them to be improved. And yeah, anywhere from five to seven wins will be a big improvement for that team. And like you said, with Justin Fields, I really like Justin Fields. You know, Trent Dilford does the Elite 11. And he said Justin Field is still good, and he just doesn't have the talent around him. But they'll be sneaky. Um, they'll they'll sneak up and maybe get a couple of the three wins this year. But uh, yeah, I got Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, and Chicago. Yeah, man. All right. So before we go to the AFC, I'll give you my three wild card teams. The NFC, nothing crazy here. Basically. Yeah. Um, everybody that I thought was close to winning the division, I got my wild card. So I got the Rams as a wild card since I got the Niners winning the division. I got Philly as a wild card since I got Dallas winning the division. And I got the Saints as a wild card since I got Tampa winning the division. So that means uh, Kirk Cousins, I don't even have him in the playoffs. I think he's going to be out. Wow, that is um, huge. Wow. So that, that's wow. what I got. And then NFC. I actually have the 49ers winning the NFC and going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've got, uh, obviously, Philly, um, you know, as a wild card. I got – actually, I got Minnesota as a wild card. And I have hmm. – Do you have Tampa? Because you didn't pick Tampa to win the division, man. Are they getting hmm. a wild card? I got the Rams. I got Tampa out, bro. Oh, something's man. not right there. Something's not right there. I know okay. it's controversial, but something's not right there. And I got the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. Okay. So that's pretty pretty <laughs> similar, but you got a big one out, man. So I got I got Vikings a big one out. out, man. Yeah, that's crazy. You got a big one out too. You got I do. a big one out. I got too. no Vikings yeah. in, man. I just I don't go. believe in them, man. All right. Yeah. Well, once we get to the NFC, we're gonna have to leave. Let's AFC. <laughs> let's just start with Let's start with the West, man, because I just I can't hold back on the West too much here. This AFC West in your lifetime, I mean, you've been watching football a lot longer than me. That's no that's no uh, jab at your age either, man. But you've been watching football longer than me. Um, have you ever seen a division as stacked as the AFC West is this year? Man, I'm trying. You know what? The NFC East used to be really stacked, but obviously they played football. You know, they played football a different brand of football. But in terms of just being stacked in, in, yeah, the NFC East back in the heydays of the, I would say, the early 90s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, yeah, because they all the won the – everybody 90s. won the yeah. Super Bowl within absolutely. like a three-year period. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But now, nah, man, this division is on 10, man. I mean – but you know what, though? Why are we putting the Broncos in that Are we just solely doing that because of Russell Wilson? Is that is that it? Man, you got to look at the Broncos last year. They were, what, an eight-win team last year with some trash playing quarterback. So, I mean, if you're I'm right. putting, you're, 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 if I'm no, putting you're Russell right. there, they're, right. that's right. a solid team. So No, you're right. You're right. I'm, I, I, am just, really to- I am torn on this division, man. I am really torn, let me tell you. That's why I wanted to start here so I can even think of – I don't even want to think about it anymore. I just got to throw a, a team out here. Um, so, here, I'll start with the AFC West here. And okay. We'll, All right. we'll roll. So I got the Chiefs winning the division solely off of experience and moxie and coming on big games. I think the Tyreek Hill not being there is going to affect them greatly. Um, And they added 
We got Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, that's not gonna add much to them at all. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure how the Chiefs are gonna figure it out. But they lost a lot of their, you know, they lost a lot of their firepower with no Tyreek, and I think Hardman is gone too, if I'm not mistaken. No, so, he's still there. He's still. Or Hardman's still there. Okay, yeah, Hardman's still there. Okay, and of course they got Travis <clears throat> Kelsey. So I still think they're gonna find a way, just because. You know, they've won it so many times now in a row. The rest of the division, yeah, they're stacked, but it's young teams, that kind of stuff. I think the Chiefs are still going to win the division. Um, man, wild card team. My second team, obviously, is going to have to be a wild card. i got to have a wild card coming out of this division. Yep. And I think it's going to be the Broncos. Like I said, I, the Broncos, <sighs> I just remember what they did to us. Last year we were rolling high at like five and one, and then we they came to Dallas and literally just I mean put their foot right up in our new you know what and I just think that's a really good team. Their defense is solid. I like that uh, Jerry Judy. I think he's pretty good. Um, I think they got some weapons there, and I think I honestly think Russ. I don't think Russ was given a hundred percent last year in Seattle. I don't think he really cared what was going on. I think he wanted out. So I think this is kind of. Matt Stafford 2.0 going to give him that kind of refresher and just kind of get him back to where he wants to be. And I think you're going to see a big year from Russ. The Chargers, here's my problem with the Chargers, man. And this is why I got them uh, third in the division. Um, One, I don't believe in this Brandon Staley guy. I think he just does the dumbest things all the time. So I just think he will shoot himself in the foot and lose a couple of games. And then the other thing is, I'm not sure, I don't know what the deal is, but maybe I fell asleep and fell asleep last year and just completely missed it. But two years in, where does Justin Herbert won? Um, I don't, he hasn't won anything. He's never taken his team to the playoffs. He's had the chance to win the big game against the Raiders last year, and, you know, he didn't. So we talk about Justin Herbert. These analysts talk about him like he's Brady 2.0, and I'm like, did I miss something? Because he hasn't won anything yet. I get he has incredible arm talent, but I I don't know, man. You can I'm throw your open. Them- yeah, I'm putting him as them as the odd man out. And then the Raiders, Raiders are good. They added Devontae Adams. I think they'll be really solid. I just don't think they're quite as good as the top two teams. That's why I kind of put them third. But does this division get three wild cards? I'm not sure. Um, I don't have them having three wild cards, but I could easily see the Raiders, you know, or I could see three teams easily coming out of this division. But I'm not going to pick that. I, I, I have no reason to not pick the Raiders to be good because I think they're going to be really good other than I just don't think they're quite as good as the Chiefs and the Broncos. So, man, all four teams, just just really good teams. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I got three teams coming out of this, uh, three wild card teams coming out of this division. I'm okay. just letting you know right now. And I got the Raiders winning this division. I just like overall – what they did last year. I feel like McDaniels has a lot to prove as a head coach and everything coming out of there. You know, Peter King is one of those guys that I feel like is legit um, in terms of he doesn't do a lot of hyperbole. He tries to stick to the facts. I really, he really likes what they have going on there. Um, They've got all the weapons that they need. I just think this is a Raiders year in that division. Um, I got the Chiefs finishing second. Just based off the Mahomes factor, yeah, they lost Tyreek, but I still feel like Juju uh, uh, Bond Scanley, the guy that they got from the yeah, uh, yeah MBS, yeah, him. I feel like uh, 
uh, what's the other receiver? Hardman. I just feel like Kansas City has has enough to be a good wild card team there. Um, I, I I think the Chargers are going to break through. I really do. I think the Chargers are going to break through. I, I agree with everything you said about Herbert. He's got to win something. He has all the arm talent in the world. He can throw you open. He can do a lot of things. I agree with your assessment <clears throat> on Staley. Staley's got to stay out of the way and, and, and stop going for like, you know, he, he he will go for fourth and seven at his own 30-yard yeah. line, things of that nature. So he can kind of clean that up a little bit. And, and, and you know, I don't I don't mind him going for fourth down just kind of where and, 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 you know, all that good stuff. And, and, and I actually got Denver. Actually, Denver will still make it. But I just think that – I don't know, man. I'm just not a big Russell Wilson guy, man. I, I Maybe I'm just I, – I don't know. But I still have Denver in it. This division – We'll have everyone in the playoffs, based on you think, based on what's in the AFC. Absolutely. So you think all three wild card teams are coming out of this division? Absolutely, yes, sir. Whoo, that's crazy. Yes, sir. Okay, well, we already know your wild card predictions. <laughs> that's, I mean, I can't argue with you. The only the piggyback I got there on Herbert, man, I just I have to bring this up because you know he's my guy and I love him. But if Dak. Dak, when he didn't go to the playoffs after year two, remember we won the division 16, 17, we struggled. We didn't win the make the playoffs and people were ready to kill Dak. They're like, he hadn't won nothing yet. What's he done? What's he done? Well, Herbert, we treat him in two years. Dak at least made the playoffs his rookie year. Herbert hasn't even done that, but we all treat him like he's Joe Montana 2.0. And I just, I don't understand. I just don't get it. So the better you you know the better part for Herbert is he he he's a reclusive guy. I mean you know what I'm saying he in terms of you know he's out in L.A. and people really never see him, bro. He's not interested in any of the commercials or anything like that. He's just straight football. So I think that because he's not out there, you know what I'm saying, that mm-hmm. really shields him from a lot of the criticism. You know, it looks like his his coach seems to have a. Uh, more of an impact in terms of a star type than 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 the actual quarterback, you know. So, yeah, I, so I, I, so I, that's I, what I think it is, you know. I would agree, and he's got to clean up. My thing with Herbert, I don't want to kill him because I do think he's a great quarterback. But sure. from what I've seen, he has to clean up the turnovers. He kind of reminds me of Andrew Luck a little bit. It's not the amount of turnovers that Herbert does like Andrew Luck, but man, does mm-hmm. he throw picks in bad times? There's times yeah. where yeah. you know the yeah. Chargers could really grab the bull by the horns, and he throws a bad pick. We saw it in the Raiders game last year at the end. We saw it against Dallas. I mean, they were actually. I think they would have beat us and then he threw a bad pick to Trayvon Diggs uh, when they were already up and it kind of swung momentum so he just has to clean that up if he wants to be that what he could be and you know let me amend that I'm actually leaving the Broncos out I made a mistake the Broncos will not make the playoffs okay that sounds about right that's kind of what Broncos will not make the playoffs yeah Okay, perfect. All right. All right. Let's roll over here to the AFC East because I think this will be a pretty cut and dry division. Uh, we got winning the AFC East, man. I hope I know who you're going to say. Hey, listen, Ali Corso say I got the bills big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is 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 that the most complete it's team gonna, in football, man? Absolutely. It's going to be a bloodbath. They will go undefeated in that division and it will be by a wide margin, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Bills big. <laughs> They're just crazy good. They have talent yep. everywhere. Von Miller being there just makes them scary. Yeah, and you know what? Think about it. 
and they're only using him in spot situations too. Yep. So if they're going to preserve his body. Yeah, this this is going to be great. Well, here's the other thing, man. The Bills' offense is so potent; they're going to be playing with leads a lot, which means when they have the lead, they're up fourteen, and you have to pass. And now you got yeah. Von Miller. All he's going to have to do is pin his ears back and go get the quarterback. That is scary. That is yep. scary. Yep. Yep. So, um, kind of round robin the rest of the division here. So, I'll start with the Patriots. I think the Patriots overachieved last year. Um, I don't think they're going to be even as good this year as they were last year. I don't think they're going to be the second best team. I think Belichick, Belichick probably had to be watching Thursday night to shake his head going, damn, this is what I have to deal with this year. Um, So, I just, I don't. I don't know. I've never really been a Mac Jones believer. I think he over, like I said, I think he overachieved last year, and I don't think they're going to be as good. Uh, Miami, I think, is going to be much improved uh, with the Tyreek Hill addition. I think will help that offense tremendously. But it's Tua's time to see what he has. He has to prove himself this year. Um, I just don't think they're going to have enough to win the division, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Does it buy Tua another year? I'm not sure. If I'm Miami, I'm really looking at Tua under a microscope this year. Even if you don't make the playoffs, but he plays pretty well. I'd keep him around, but if he struggles with the weapons, you know, with the Tyreek edition and what they have, I think I'd be moving on from him. Um, and then the Jets are the Jets, man. I mean, they're – I don't believe in Joe, – Joe Flacco is starting week one. That's – I mean, that's crazy. This is – there's some quarterback names, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, that's starting week one that I'm just like, I cannot believe it. That's why I'm like, can't believe there's not a rookie starting week one anywhere. Um, so the Jets are going to be terrible. I don't believe in Zach Wilson either. I think they do have some nice talent, a little bit of talent around Zach Wilson when he comes back because they got Corey Davis and I I do like that Elijah Moore kid. So I think he's got some weapons, but ultimately I just, I'm not sure, man. I just think the jets are, they're not going in the right direction. They've been bad for a while and I don't even really see him going up right now. Yeah, man. You know, obviously I got the bills. I I'm, I'm teetering between the dolphins and a team in the AFC North as far as my final wild card based on, you know, our previews, I'll make my decision, but I'm pre- I'm teetering with the Dolphins. They'll be much improved. Tua's got the weapons. I feel like that coach, Mike McDaniels, has a system. He knows what he wants to do. You Is know, he the guy? I, Is Tua the guy I, there, man? I, I think Tua's the guy, and I think McDaniels, what he did was he recognized that Tua is probably not as big of an arm as some of the other quarterbacks, but he's deadly accurate. And if you get him some guys that can uh, rack up some yards after the catch – I think that will help him. So I'm, I'm kind of – they're going to be improved, man. It's, it's very vital for them to get off to a great start in this first quarter of the season, you know. Okay. So um, the Patriots are on the way – they're on the decline based on them having, uh, I think, those guys being the, like, co-offensive coordinators, co-defensive coordinators. I just think the Belichick thing, he's, he's kind of – past his prime now and I respect the man he's the greatest of all time but it's time for him to kind of pack it in and do something else um and then the Jets are the Jets like you said they got a little bit of talent I don't believe in the Wilson kid and I think the Jets will be in the top three picking this year yeah I I tell you I watched last year and I watched you know I like watching some bad teams to see if there's flash guys on the bad teams that you're like man that guy can be good 
I, that Elijah Moore is a stud, and I feel really bad that he's going to have to be stuck in this first four years in New York, man. Yep. I, I yep. free Elijah Moore already. Free him. Get him out of there, man. He's, he's too good for that place. Um. All right. So I'm going to roll to the AFC South because I do have sort of a not <laughs> a really surprising. I don't have a surprise. Yeah, a lot of blah. I don't have a surprise division winner really, but I do have some comments on this AFC South. First of all, it's the worst division in football, and it's not even close. There's no yeah. dominant team, and the teams that do get out of this division, ugh, man, they're not going to fare well in the playoffs. Right. Having said that, I do think the division is so bad that I do actually have a wild card coming out of this terrible division because I think that they're going to beat the schedule. They're going to end up beating up on some other guys. So I, have, I think the AFC, the problem with the AFC West, they're going to beat up on each other. So that's right. why I have a South getting getting more. Same with the North. I think the North's pretty good, and they're going to beat up on each other. And this right. division is just trash. So, you know, sometimes the NFC East will be terrible, and they'll still get two two teams out of the division. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Yeah. And I think this is kind of how it's going to be. So I actually have the Colts winning the division. I like Matt Ryan coming there over Carson Wentz. I think that's a nice upgrade. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much Matty Rice has left in the tank, but it's got to be more than what Wentz had last year. So – I don't really know what to say with them other than I'm taking the Colts. They're the same Colts teams they've been. Jonathan Taylor is going to run the football. He's one of the best running back, probably the best running back in the league. So I just think they're going to do enough running the ball. Matt Ryan's going to control the game with the veterans. He's not going to make the bonehead wince mistakes like we saw time and time again last year. And they'll be good enough to win that sorry division. I think the Titans are on the decline. I really do. They lost A.J. Brown. They lost Corey Davis. I know they got a rookie in there, a wide receiver in the first round. I just – I think that Derrick Henry – I'm telling you, I've been saying this for like two years now, and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, but we think that these stars are invincible and they're just going to be great year after year after year. The pits are going to catch up to Derrick Henry eventually, and I think this could be the year where the hits start catching up to him just a little bit. He's not quite as explosive, not quite as, you know, not running people over, and with no weapons on the outside, I think the Titans' offense is just going to struggle. So I don't even have them finish second in the division. I have the Titans out of the playoffs this year. Um, I think they had their window. And they blew it by trying to put Ryan Tannehill, by having Tannehill in there. They should have gone out and gotten a better quarterback to get them over the hump. I think they had the window last year and the year before, and they just totally bungled it. Um, Jacksonville, I think, is going to be the most improved team in the NFL when it comes to what their record was last year. They won three games versus where they're going to be this year. Um, I like the Doug Dougie P uh, addition for them because he does have a Super Bowl pedigree, even though I didn't always love his decision making near the end of his Philly run. But I think he's a much, much, much improvement from Urban Meyer. Uh, they got that Travis Eaton, I believe is his name, the dude from ATM? Clemson. Eaton, yes. Yes, yeah. and then James Robinson. That's a nice one-two punch for Trevor Lawrence. They added Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, uh, Evan Ingram. So he's going to have some weapons around him. I just, I think Trevor Lawrence flashed last year with a really bad team. So I think this year, now that he's got weapons around him, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a pretty good year. And I think Jacksonville is going to be a playoff team, man. That's my kind of crazy prediction. As I have Jacksonville making the wild, getting a wild card spot, um, and then. Who's that leaving this division? Uh, Houston. Houston. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 
I won't even. I don't even. I'll let you preview Houston, man. <laughs> I got oh nothing for Houston, man. They're uh, they're gonna be battling with Seattle for that number one overall <laughs> pick, but I'm gonna say they'll get number two overall pick. Houston, they're gonna be horrible, and that's one of the reasons why I have two wildcard teams because I think Jacksonville and Indy will both beat Houston twice. Two easy wins, and those easy wins like that. You stack them up, and when other teams are playing hard teams, it just seems like it happens. The strength of schedule is just going to help help you know a team like Indy tremendously. Yeah, man. I golly, I still got the Titans. Some way, somehow, I believe in Vrabel. He just has a way of hitting his team there. Um, Colts will be improved, but I think uh, Matty Ice is washed. I know he has Taylor and. All he is washed, stuff, you know. So I, I, I just think in Jacksonville, I, I actually agree. I struggled with Jacksonville. I think they're going to be much improved as well. I think we'll start to really see Trevor look like a true in a bona fide number one pick NFL quarterback. Um, do like the weapons there. Um, the Texans, I, I got great respect for Lovey Smith. He's the head coach, but I just think that it's just going to be an uphill battle. They'll fight for him things of that nature. But I, I got Tennessee winning the division. And believe it or not, I got uh, Braves uh, moving off of uh, Tannehill and going to Malik Willis because Malik Willis is electric, man. He just energizes that team. And I think Braves will do everything he can to win. And if that means he has to sit Tannehill, he'll do it. Yeah, that could be the wild card. If Malik Willis does come in and play well, then yep. the Titans could be could could win the division there. Um, yeah. yeah and, and let me just real quick, cause I forgot about that. And then I gotta, I gotta, I can't not talk about it. Yeah. Lovey Smith. I like Lovey a lot. Great guy. But let's yeah. be real, man. They did that hire because they wanted to get a black head coach so oh, yeah. the NF- oh, yeah. for the NFL, yeah. knowing yeah. that that's a horrible job yep. that they can throw Lovey in for one year and then fire yep. him. That's what's going to happen. Yep. So, yep. you know, I, everybody praised, oh, look, they hired a black coach. Come on. We yep. know what's really going on there. They're yep. using Lovey as a scapegoat there, and I hate it for him because he's a good man. He's a good coach. Yep. So, all right, and then AFC North. Um, your you know who I'm team. picking in the AFC I know, North, so I'll go. Team. I'll go right over to you. Man, you still got, got that jersey in the, in the cart, man. You still got that jersey in the cart. It's in the cart. The jersey's oh in the cart. Um, it's has to purchase it, man. No, it's not in the cart. It's 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 not there anymore. I'm completely back on the Cowboys bandwagon. But you know, Joey B's my guy. Um, who you yeah, got winning this yeah. division, man? So I got the Bengals. Uh, I, the Bengals, and I don't actually think I don't think it'll be as close as what people think. Um, I got the Bengals winning it, just like you say. You got jo- Joey B has changed the culture, man. He's just flat out changed the culture, and um, he's actually got the ownership believing in him too. They actually spent some money over the offseason, so. Yeah, man. Um, I got them. I got you know what I think of this kid. He has everything, man. And he was close to winning a Super Bowl. And I think that's just gonna fuel him even more. So I got the Bengals. Um Cleveland is it's gonna be a dumpster fire based on who they brought in and all this good stuff and everything. Um, so I think that's just too much of a, a situation. I don't believe in uh Jacoby Bird. With Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. He's a good uh, NC State product. He's a good guy, um, all around great guy. He'll be the he'll he'll be a nice professional um, backup, and you know, kind of keep the thing afloat. But I just don't think that they they will be able. They'll be competitive, but I don't see them making the playoffs. Um, 
the Ravens, um, that's the team that I'm going back and forth with uh, Miami, who's going to get my last wild card spot. Um, Lamar obviously is betting on himself. I hope that uh, he will be able to get the contract that he's looking for. Um, I think the Ravens are just going to be – they're the Ravens, man, that culture, right? They're just going to always be there. And you got somebody that's electric and dynamic as Lamar, uh, barring an injury, they will be right there. Um, but I still don't think they got enough to beat Cincinnati. And then Pittsburgh, uh, they're slowly building. Um, I think, at, you know, by, I would say, going into the second half of the season, I think, um, you know, Pickett will unseat the Trubisky. You know, I'm a Trubisky truther. But I think at this point, Trubisky is a career backup, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I got the Bengals, man. Yeah, obviously I do too. Um, since he had one one thing that struggled them last year, and that was the offensive line. So yep. what did they do? They went out and got four new offensive linemen and paid yep. two of them, including yep. our own Lyle Collins. I'm happy for Lyle to be there. Yep. I think he will perform um, well in Cincinnati. To be honest, man, and I, I don't know. I, let me get your take on this real quick. I think some guys, their personalities don't fit well in Dallas being the star Cowboys player. And I just think Lyle's one of those guys. That's why he was always making bonehead mistakes. I think being in a city like Cincinnati is going to do him good. Would you agree or disagree? Um, I hope so. I hope Joy B will keep him uh, reined in. I just think with Lyle, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, he had that, that deal coming out of the – where he was drafted. That's the reason why he failed to Dallas. It just seems like he's one of these guys. He's probably a good, but he has to be monitored. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it can go haywire real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but doesn't Dallas bring the worst out of that with people sometimes? Because yeah, exactly. Star power. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. And and I just think Joey B has a Joey B. I feel is probably a better leader than Dak. Um, oh yeah. In terms of how to deal with guys like that, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 yeah, man. I think I think it will work out for Leo. He's got to, he, you know. Hopefully, he doesn't get injured because I knew he's kind of kind of off injured the past couple years too. So, hopefully, that will work out. But yeah, I, I I think this is a good fit for him. I agree. I think they'll be that offensive line will be shored up well. I like Lyle being there. And if you give Burrow time, which he oh, hasn't man. had the last yeah. couple of years, yeah, yeah, he'll man, pick you apart. Yeah, there's going to be yeah, he's going to pick you apart. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think Jamar Chase could have a. I don't want to say this because I don't think it'll be like this, but he will have a Randy Moss esque 2007 esque season. I don't wow. think it's going to be that big. I don't think he's going to break records or anything, but. I think Jamar's chase is going to have an insane year, like something like 20 touchdowns or something like that. I really wow. do, man. He's going to – I think Jamar is – what he did as a rookie last year, I think he's going to come in this year and just be even more prepared and ready to eat. Burrow's going to have more time. I, I really like Cincinnati. I think they're going to run away with the division, even though that division's good. Uh, Ravens are really good. I like Lamar betting on himself. I just pray that he doesn't have an injury and doesn't right. you know hurt a lot of his money. So every time he hits the field I'm going to kind of be holding my breath for him um but I think that, that the Ravens will be good kind of like you said man they're just always there they're always pretty good um and I I, I have no reason to think they're going to be any less I think Lamar you know is going to be good enough to get them up to a very you know solid record 
Um, Steelers are rebuilding. It's the first time in my life, probably, that the Steelers look like they're rebuilding. I don't think this Pittsburgh is going to be very good. Yeah, Trubisky's in a tough spot. They don't have a lot of weapons there. A lot of the young receivers that they drafted, they haven't really hit on. They don't have a Jefferson or a Jamar Chase. So I kind of feel bad for him. I do agree Kenny Pickett will be starting at some point. I think he's going to play well. I kind of I like Kenny Pickett. I think they're rebuilding, but I don't think it'll be a long rebuild for Pittsburgh because I think they have their quarterback. He's in the building. And then Cleveland, Cleveland's going to be a rough year this year, um, you know, with Deshaun not playing for 11 games. It sucks because they're basically wasting Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt again. Um, they're going to have a good running attack, but it's just going to be tough, man. I mean, I, I love Jacoby Brissett because he was NC State guy. He played well at NC State. He's a pro. That's what I can say about Jacoby. Jacoby is yeah. a pro, and he will play well, um, but he's not a starter. Jacoby's like a really good backup. If you, I'll put it this way with Jacoby, man. If Jacoby was Dallas's number two behind Dak, if we had him over Cooper Rush, I would feel great about him as our backup. That's the best yeah, thing I can absolutely. say. about. And absolutely. I think you would too. I think you oh, would yeah, feel good absolutely. about him coming in yeah, and winning a couple games. But he's just yeah. not a starter. He's good. He's just – he doesn't have the arm talent that you need to get to that level. So Cleveland kind of shot themselves in the foot uh, there. So, yeah, man, I got Cincy winning that division – Pretty big, um, but I think the Baltimore is going to be a pretty good team too. So that kind of goes to the wild card here. So I got you're not a truther. Card. What's that? Not a you're Trubisky not a... truther, man. This is he'll be relegated back to the backup <laughs> after this year, where he probably should be. Um, so I have my wild cards as the Broncos, the Ravens, and the Jaguars. So I do think the Ravens are going to get a wild card team, um, and I have Jacksonville. Like I say, just somehow pulling it out, which means I have the Raiders missing the playoffs and I have the Chargers missing the playoffs. And I know that's crazy, um, but man, with that division being so stacked, I just don't think everybody can get in. So, uh, well, that's kind of what I got. What do you got? All right. So I've got the Chiefs as a wild card. I've got the Chargers as a wild card. And I've got the man, I've got the Dolphins as a wild card. The Dolphins Ravens, over the Ravens. Yep, Ravens don't make it. And that's just based on the, the 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 divisions, because the Dolphins I feel can actually sweep the Patriots and the uh, Jets this year. I, I really feel that way. So yeah, I got the Dolphins. I got the Ravens not making it. Hey, I know we don't have hey, – real quick, because I know we got to do our Super Bowl pick and some other things. Sure. We're not going to have time to do a bunch of week one preview stuff. But on piggybacking on that, um, what I just said about Jacoby, because he's mm-hmm. an NC State guy, I got to call him out. He will outplay Baker Mayfield today, and he will win that. They will win that game. That's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. I agree. No, I actually agree. <laughs> so, um, all right. Um, so, with the AFC then – it was neck and neck for me. So let's, yeah, both of these are neck and neck for me between these two guy teams because these two guys. But yep. I have the Bills winning the AFC, but it's going to be razor close over the Bengals, man. But I think the Bills are going to win the AFC, which then would have that would give me Bills 49ers in the Super Bowl. And I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I just think it's Josh Allen's time. And I think he's going to win it all this year, man. They have so much talent around them that it's just, it's scary. Man, I totally agree with you. I got the Bills. I got that Bills Cincy uh, championship game just being electric, man. I really do. 
the real that's the real Super Bowl, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And believe it or not, my championship game for the NFC, I've actually got the 49ers over the Cowboys. So So do I. I I got the 49ers winning it, man. I really do. And I got the I got the Bills winning it all. I think it's just Josh Allen's time, man. Well, you know what's funny? We don't rehearse or anything. We don't we talk don't, about our bro. picks. We, we have don't. the same AFC and NFC championship picks. I don't, and the, man. We don't. Yeah, that, absolutely we don't, bro. Yeah, I think the Niners beat the Cowboys in uh, in San Francisco, in Levi Stadium, to go to the Super Bowl. But I think ultimately Buffalo is holding the Lombardi up. So, so then let's get to our three big thing I like to talk about. So MVP of the league this year. I have Joe Burrow winning the MVP, but it's going to be a battle all year between Burrow and Josh Allen to see who gets it. But I've given Burrow the edge for MVP, mainly because I knew I was picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. So I'm like, I'll give Burrow the MVP. I think it's going to be close between those two all year. I got Josh Allen pulling the trifecta. I got him winning the MVP. I got him winning the Super Bowl, and I got him winning the Super Bowl MVP. Wow. So it's the year of Josh Allen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Rookie of the year, this one was really tough because generally you go quarterback, and there's no quarterback starting week one, but I'm still going quarterback. I got Kenny Pickett winning Rookie of the Year this year. I think he'll be starting by week seven, and that he'll end the year pretty solid, good enough, and I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. This is a solid rookie class, but I got picking as well. And then comeback player of the year, believe it or not, I think that Jameis Winston is going to play really well this year. I like the Saints. I have them in my playoff team. I think they'll make the divisional round and lose. I actually think they might lose to the Cowboys in the divisional round. But I think Jameis is going to be really solid, and I think he's going to win comeback player of the year. And I'm just for the record, I am pulling for Jameis. I, I like him a lot. Man, I would say, do they have to come back off? Of, do they have to? Do your comeback player has? Is it, does it have to be off an of injury? No, nope, just the comeback. There's no. I got. I got Tua. I got Tua. Tua, Tua absolutely. It, I got. I believe in that kid, man. The only. I, I think that's a good one. I was going Jameis. The only other thing I could think for comeback. Would so they put if Tom has a good year? Will they say come back since he retired for like a month? I'm not sure how that's gonna work. <laughs> that's crazy, but man. But I'm going Jameis there. All right, man. So we're about through the p- previews. Wait a minute. Who, who, pre- who do you have for defensive player of the year? Defensive player of the year. We didn't. I didn't have that one marked on here, but you know who I got on that one. You know I who got I got number. too. I got number 11 for the Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons, and he will break the sack record this year. That's my pick. I got 11 from Dallas, but he will not break the sack record this year. (laughs) I think the extra game, the 17th game, will help him, and I think they're going to be playing with the, you know, a a lead a good bit. I just – I think he's he's unblockable. Um, Yeah. All right, so let's roll here. Like I say, since we kind of did, I didn't want to do a full week one preview, but let's just talk about the game that matters. So let's preview that game tonight that kicks off about 820 from Jerry World, Cowboys, Buccaneers. What are you expecting to go down tonight, man? Man, I I think this is going to be – I mean, I I just think that Dak will somehow get the win for the Cowboys. It's going to be close. I'm expecting the Cowboys to win, I would say, 24-21. 
I just feel like Dak, this is the time for Dak to take that mantle and say, okay, the team runs through me. And and what's the big matchup you're looking at tonight? Is there a big offense-defense matchup that you're looking yep. at? The key of the I'm game, looking, what's your big the, one? The key of the game is this, the chess match between Tom and number 11. And number 11 said that you need to be – he says what he learned was he can't show Tom what he's going to do, not even on the first or second. Uh, he, he says it's almost like he's, he, he says that you have to – kind of he says he's a great chess player and he's ready to play chess with Tom. So, I just think he's going to throw so much at Tom that 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 Brady will not be able I just feel like it's this kid's time, man. I I like that. Um yeah, so I got Dallas winning tonight as well. Um I think they're going to re- get some redemption from last year where they left Brady just too much time at the end yep. to win. Um I think that if they get in another position where they leave Brady time at the end, I think the defense will close the deal and actually maybe sack Brady, maybe 11 and get the sack to win it, to seal it. So I have Dallas winning tonight. I agree. I think it's going to be really low scoring. I got it super close though. I'm going to go, I'm going like 21, 20. I am concerned about the Cowboys kicking situation, all really concerned about their kicking situation. So if it comes to a walk-off field goal, I don't feel great about that. Um, I think the big matchup I'm looking at, both ends of both sides, offensive line, how does the offensive lines of both squads hold up against the defensive lines of the other squads? I think that is the key. The Buccaneers' offensive line is beat up. Um, Dallas, that's their strength, is getting after the quarterback. The Buccaneers uh, can get after the quarterback. I know they don't have a Dominican Sue anymore, but they can rush the quarterback pretty well. And Dallas, how does the offensive line hold up with Tyler Smith playing left tackle now? Um, I, I think that's the key matchup tonight. Um, expected to be super low scoring. Um, and I think, I think this is a game where Dallas needs to get some offense out of somewhere else. So either Trayvon Diggs needs to have a pick six or, you know, they get a scoop and score fumble somewhere or Kevontae Turpin maybe takes a kick or a punt back for a touchdown. Listen, this is what I would man, you took the, if Turpin scores, and I mean, if Turpin gets an electric uh, kickoff return or punt return, at that point, I think Dallas blows the doors off because of the fact that that will just that will just summon an unbelievable type of effort between both. They say that kid charges up the team. If, yeah, if he, he definitely gets, does. If he gets one, possibly two special team big plays, we blow their doors off. I'm serious. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. And it just it changes field position too because you don't want to kick to him anymore. So now you're making mistakes and Dak's getting, you know, getting the ball a lot closer, you know, getting a lot better field position. So I'm really excited for tonight. I'm really excited for the season. Um and then the other you kind of mentioned it earlier when we were talking preview. I don't discount how cred how important Jason Peters is gonna be, even tonight, even if he doesn't suit up and play tonight, which I don't think he is. Basically, Tyler Smith has Tyrone Smith and Jason Peters in his ear coaching him through how to play left tackle. I mean, yep. aren't those are the two best left tackles that in the league for the last decade. I mean, yep. seriously. I mean, Jason Peters is a Hall of Famer. Tyron Smith's a Hall of Famer. He's got two Hall of Famers in his ear coaching him through the situation. I think that's going to help him a lot. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I agree, bro. I can't wait. You know me and you're going to be texting back and forth. You know the gamut of emotions that we're going to go through. I'm, I'm going to quit the team about 10,000 times. I'm going to be pissed off at somebody. You know it's coming, bro. It is coming. So, last before we get off here, important question, because I haven't made my decision yet. It's only 930, and i got to run out. What football foods are you having for your NFL Sunday? So, listen, man. So, we're I think we're going to have a combination. I think we're going to have some wings. We celebrated our 29th wedding anniversary last night. So we Congratulations, this, man. Appreciate it, bro. We, we uh, went to the steakhouse, so we got some leftovers there. But I think – my wife is kind of sneaky, man. So I think there's this there's this couple. It's a it's a it's a small business. They do very very good wings, and I think my wife may may pick up possibly twenty wings since it's just the both of us. So we will probably do that. Um, have a couple of cocktails, you know how it goes, and finish off our leftovers, which includes a little bit of uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, Nice little baked potato there, some other little fixings, and then we got a nice little anniversary cake. So cocktails, wings, man, we're gonna we're gonna do it up. What about you, man? I know you got something going good. Yeah, that can't, man. I can't compete with that. That sounds great, though. Um, I'm gonna definitely do some wings today. I'm gonna run out to the store here, get some fresh wings, and yep. get them on the air. It's raining like crazy outside, so I'm not doing anything outside. Um, yep. But the air fryer, I will have that rolling for some wings, and then I want to try to do. You have them potato skins, like from TJ Fridays. Them little dudes that got the cheese and the bacon on them. They're pretty good. I'm gonna try to do one homemade. I'm gonna buy a potato and try to cut them things up and do like homemade potato skin so um, we'll see how that turns out man you gotta send me a pic bro you gotta send me a pic i will so you know what Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then last, my um, unfortunately for her, uh, my girlfriend has never. We've been together. We we got together literally the day after the playoff loss last year. So she's never seen me go through a Cowboys game. And luckily, she's not even gonna stay. She said, "I'm going home before the Cowboys game is over." But I think she, she she's gonna make uh, some kind of a homemade peach cobbler, which she made oh, last man. week, which is fabulous. So oh, it, it, she said this way if you lose at least you'll have peach cobbler to eat to consult hey, bro. which is great hey, bro. I, was, man, I was wondering she's gonna, bro you nuts man we, yeah. bro i cannot wait man you know me and you we're gonna be bitching at each other too man you're gonna be telling me to calm down and all this stuff man. it is gonna be crazy bro i just can't. we're like stepbrothers right? it, it's gonna be wild it is gonna be man, wild but man there's crazy, i'm looking forward to it there's no better feeling Hey, wait, wait. We're doing a post game, right? We are doing a post game, definitely. So it ends it. That keeps us up late. It is going to be over at eleven fifteen or so. Hey, man, but we're, yeah, we're, we're, win or lose, win or lose. Because remember, we were criticized last year. Win or lose, we we will do a post game. Now I'm going to tell you, if we lose, oh my goodness, that post game is going to be. <laughs> Bro, my nephew's yeah. waiting on that post. You know, my nephew in Tampa there, he's uh, he's waiting. He's waiting for this preview because he's on the road, truck driver. Shout out to my nephew, Breon. Love you, bro. Super proud of you and Kenethia. 
They are big Bucks fans, man, and they are waiting for this preview, and they're waiting for the post game, especially when we lose, bro. <laughs> well, we. I, I, sorry for you guys. I hate to tell you, but we will do a post game, but it's going to be a happy recap after a W. So I'm sorry, guys. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, look, man, this has been great, bro. Welcome back. It's great to always talk with you. We're in our element this year. And, um, man, let's get this thing, man. Let, let's bring it to the people. And, uh, man, I can't wait. Can't wait. Me too, man. Enjoy your day. Don't let that remote break when you're flipping through too many games. Um, and But let's enjoy it, and we'll catch back up tonight after the game's over. Absolutely, man. We'll see everybody else on the other side. Sports post-game show. All right, man, take it easy. You too.